Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Strengthening My Recovery. The topic is intimacy. What many adult children have described as love or intimacy before reaching ACA was actually codependence or rigid control. Before we came to the program, we thought intimacy was the secret word that pertained to sex and making love. We thought it was about taking care of the other person, doing for the other person, and losing ourselves in the other person because we love them so much. Yeah, it's weird. Intimacy and maybe even sacrifice. I think one of the words that, uh, one of the gifts, and you know, I had mentioned this earlier about the 12 steps being both spiritual and prescriptive. Um, but I'm learning about language, you know, it's, 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 almost, it's really getting to the point that everything I need to learn is, you know, there's this book called everything you need to learn. I learned in ki- kindergarten and I feel some, you know, kindergarten, I guess, and the 12 steps, are, but maybe I have to read the 12 steps to remember what I learned in kindergarten or what I implemented in kindergarten. I think it's, uh, I can't remember who, who that is. Maybe that's a podcast for a different, uh, for a different day, but yeah. So, um, losing yourself, it seems like such a noble thing to do. You know, again, I was at a nonviolent communication seminar by Marshall Rosenberg last week and, uh, (laughs) felt like they were like, you have to feel your feelings and then your feelings lead to you figuring out your needs. And I was like, is that a good thing? Like to have needs? And turns out, yeah, (laughs) it is. And, um, you know, the only reason I can kind of smile about it is, you know, uh, I, I feel like I'm getting I'm moving closer and closer to that direction and further and further away from suppressing my feelings, which, you know, over the course of this podcast, I've learned a lot of different things. And one of them is not only have I learned it, but reinforced it is, you know, that doesn't necessarily work. Back to the reading. Uh, Sure, we all want to be close to our partners, but before recovery, many of us lay in the same bed with them and felt a million miles away, starving for affection. We settled for crumbs and we didn't even realize it. You know, crumbs, whether it's in relationships, um, jobs, um, clothes, you know, this stuff is deep and it affects every area of the life, which is, you know, the gravity is very important. We did everything to convince ourselves we were that happy family portrait on the wall. Today in recovery, intimacy has developed into what it was meant to be. We have honest conversations with our partners and close friends and are not afraid to express opinions. We surround ourselves with people who care about us, people we don't fear. We have healthy conversations about money and other important issues, and we don't coerce or manipulate people through shame and guilt. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Um, and I think part of that is that seemed to be the only coping mechanism that was either learnt, you know, um, you know, Alice Miller has a book and for good reason, it's called for your own good. And, you know, that is a very shaming and guilt ridden message that I would imagine a lot of parents have said to their kids. And I remember kind of joking with my ex-girlfriend that anytime someone says it's for your own good, probably for their own good. <laughs> so they're just, they're missing, uh, they've confused the pronoun. So uh, back to the reading. Uh, we fill our cup with the freedom of choice. Yeah, and that's what this work is starting to give me is choice. I can live the old way or I can live a new way. And that way is uh, much better. 
We have healthy partnerships and understand what real intimacy is about. We feel joy. On this day, I will trust myself enough to be open to true intimacy in my relationships. I like that part about we feel joy. That is a true uh, litmus test. The next reading is freedom. We seek the power we need to live in freedom each day. As we listen to story after story of neglect in meetings, we may get angry for those around us. Then if we listen closely, we hear the voice inside that says, what about me? We start to pay attention and create space with our words and actions to let that voice finally say what it needs to, what was denied for so long. This process extends into our step work and then into our very lives at work and in play. Perhaps for the first time we begin to feel free, I would say for the first moments, back to reading, we start to play and learn what that means for us. We learn to slow down because being overscheduled is acting out against our true selves. I mean, there's a, a number of reasons. Um, I think meditation has been used, but I think a lot of times it, for me, it has the effect when I do it and uh, certainly not as consistent as I would like to be. But when I do it, it has the effect of slowing down, you know, and not even meditation. Sometimes it's just a five minute rest. I mean, these are things that when you're overscheduled and, you know, running off frenetically from one place to another, you know, as this reading says, is acting out against our true selves, which is one of the most painful acting outs there is. And there's no 12-step program that says, you know, you're not going to get in jail for acting out against your true selves. It's just a prison, self-imposed. Back to the reading. We see that when we have too much to do, it's harder to get in touch with how we feel. This is no longer okay. We take the actions we need to for our inner child the same way we would for another child placed in our care. In this way, we cultivate an inner loving parent and free ourselves. We are no longer waiting for our tormentors to wake up and stop abusing us. The conversation is over. We know now how to nurture ourselves. On this day, I will do something playful and fun. I will read that a couple more times. On this day, I will do something playful and fun. You know, it's funny because a lot, a lot of times something fun still needs to have an underlying purpose. And uh, sometimes there need, doesn't need to be a purpose. Um, you know, I have to think about it. That is not a question I asked as a kid. I will feel the freedom that my inner child deserves to experience. My inner child is the key to feelings, to cre creativity, to spirituality, and to fun. And as usual, this shows to me that the answer is inside me. The next reading is Melody Babies, The Language of Letting Go. The subject is trusting ourselves. Trust can be one of the most confusing concepts in recovery. Who do we trust? For what? The most important trust issue we face is learning to trust ourselves. The most detrimental thing that's happened to us is that we came to believe we couldn't trust ourselves. There will be some who tell us we cannot trust ourselves. We are off base and out of whack. There are those who would benefit by our mistrusting ourselves. Fear and doubt are our enemies. Panic is our enemy. Confusion is our opposition. Self-trust is a healing gift we can give ourselves. How do we acquire it? We learn it. What do we do about our mistakes, about those times we thought we could trust ourselves, but we're wrong? We accept them and trust ourselves anyway. 
We know what is best for us. We know what is right for us. If we are wrong, if we need to change our mind, we will be guided into that, but only by trusting where we are today. We, call, we can look to others for support and reinforcement, but trust in ourselves is essential. You know, especially, you know, I hate to say this, I've heard it a million times with this, uh, what's going on in the news, but essentially in this environment, no, it's like in all environments, um, we just have to learn to trust ourselves. And, you know, getting on to the next paragraph, do not trust fear, do not trust panic. We can trust ourselves. So, yeah. Hmm. Where do I find fear and panic? Oh, that's right. The news, the media, the gossip. Okay. Back to the reading. Uh, we can trust ourselves, stand in our own truth, and stand in our own light. We have it now, already. We have all the light we need for today. And tomorrow's light shall be given to us then. Trust ourselves, and we will know whom to trust. Trust ourselves, and we'll, we will know what to do. When we feel absolutely, we absolutely cannot trust ourselves, trust that God will guide us into truth. God help me let go of fear, doubt, and confusion, the enemies of self-trust. Help me go forward in peace and confidence. Help me grow in trust for you and myself one day at a time, one experience at a time. I'm going to repeat that couple more times. God, help me let go of fear, doubt, and confusion, the enemies of self-trust. Help me go forward in peace and confidence. Help me grow in trust for you and myself one day at a time, one experience at a time. And the final reading is clarity and direction. This is also from the language of letting go. And uh, when, when I hear the word clarity, I think of Tony A., the uh, founder of ACA, or one of the founders. In spite of our best efforts to work our program and lean on God's guidance, we sometimes don't understand what's going on in our life. We trust, wait, pray, listen to people, listen to ourselves, and the answer still do does not come. During those times, we need to understand that we are right where we need to be, even though that place may feel awkward and uncomfortable. Our life does have purpose and direction. We are being changed, healed, and transformed at levels deeper than we can imagine. Good things beyond our capacity to imagine are being prepared and brought to us. We're being led and guided. We can become peaceful. We do not have to act in haste or urgency just to relieve our discomfort, just to get an answer. We can wait until our mind is peaceful. We can wait for clear direction. Clarity will come. I think the thing here is wait, trust, have patience. And the answer will come a lot sooner and a lot more divinely inspired than the notion of trying to, you know, figure this out or run away from discomfort. Back to the reading. The answer will come and it will be good for us and those around us. Today, God, help me know that I am being guided into what's good about life, especially when I feel confused and without direction. Help me trust enough to wait until my mind and vision are clear and consistent. Help me know that clarity will come. And that concludes the readings. Um, before I get to uh, the uh, signing out, I just wanted to mention my other podcast. Uh, it's an interview-based podcast uh, called Unconventional Thinkers. It's about creativity, high performance, meditation, and psychology. Until next time, this is Kowan Saluja reminding myself 
to love myself, to pause because that's where God is, and to feel my feelings.